Welcome to the Scope with Dr. K. I'm Dr. Kaczynski. We're going to open the show as we always do by stating that the goal of this show is to present you with a broad scope of value-based care issues, mainly involving the field of gastroenterology, but also outside of GI as well. Today, we have a unique show as we are recording it from the health conference being held in Las Vegas. Health, H-L-T-H is truly a fantastic networking event for anyone in healthcare technology. Now in its fifth year, this four-day event convenes the entire healthcare ecosystem from innovators to providers. In this way, it connects all of the components of healthcare to help us build relationships that truly move the needle. It breaks down the silos and unites all participants within one holistic environment and pushes the boundaries in the healthcare industry. This year, Health attracted 9,500 attendees, 800 sponsors, and 300 speakers. The leadership of Sonar was excited to attend this event. I attended along with our CEO, Beth Halk, and our Chief Product Officer, Ben Stormer. Our booth was positioned as a member of the Matter exhibit, which included 34 companies. Incubated by the city of Chicago and initially funded by the state of Illinois and some area businesses, Matter opened its doors in February of 2015 with 30 startup companies and a few programs. It has since grown to include hundreds of startup and growth stage companies from around the world. It has dozens of corporate partners and a diverse array of programs supporting healthcare entrepreneurship and innovation. Sonar had its original office at Matter back in 2016. It was at Matter that we obtained our original funding from the Blue Venture Fund and Arboretum Ventures through our participation in a Shark Tank held at Matter. Stephen Collins, the founder of Matter, was on our original corporate board and has been instrumental in our development. I met with Stephen at Health. Let's listen to this interview. I'm here at Health, and I'm interviewing Stephen Collins, who founded Matter, um, a company that was very instrumental in the formation of Sonar MD. We actually uh, had our early offices there. Uh, Stephen is here with a a group of companies that Matter has uh, engaged with, and um, I'm going to try and pick his brain as to where he thinks things are going for these these companies. Stephen, nice to have you here. Larry, thanks for having me. Always yeah. a pleasure. Yeah. So we're standing here and you have probably 34. 34 companies here. Yes. And and they're all matter companies and I know we're one of them. And so what was your purpose for bringing these companies to matter and and to help? What 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 are you trying to accomplish? I mean, there's a lot that you can accomplish with a Zoom call and there's a lot that you really can't and this is 10 or 12,000 people at this conference, a bunch of investors, health systems, insurance companies, and other startups, and so the opportunity to get visibility for all of these companies is huge. Could be for investment purposes, could be for uh, for customer uh, acquisition, for, for market traction. Um, it's a it's an important conference for health innovators. Well, I know it would have been very difficult for our small company to have a booth here, to finance the booth, to put it all together on an, on our own. But being part of what you had put together certainly made it possible for us to have our own presence at, at health. 
many of your companies here are in the specialty space. Yes. Where do you see specialty value-based care going in the future? What are you hoping it to become? I certainly hope that it is the future because the closer we get to actual value-based care for specialty or honestly for anything, the more opportunity there is for health innovators to take their technologies and take their solutions and get market traction from them. And I, I think one of the biggest impediments to health innovation is fee-for-service healthcare because the economics of outcomes aren't aligned with the economics of activity all the time, and, and it's a real challenge. I know it's been a challenge for Sonar MD. it's been a challenge for so many companies that have real solutions that can demonstrably improve health, that can reduce hospitalizations, that can improve outcomes, but the economics of the market aren't configured such in a fee-for-service economy, in a fee-for-service system, to really allow those those solutions to flourish. So the, the closer we, I mean, my aspiration would be to get rid of fee-for-service healthcare, and the, the closer we get to real value-based care, the more these solutions are going to be able to thrive in the market. Well, I think we all hope that fee-for-service becomes less desirable in the future, and that will leverage the, the value-based care to, to consume a, a larger component of the revenue for providers. Well, thank you, Stevens. Thank you for taking some time out of your day. And um, I wish luck to every one of your 32 companies, especially Sonar. 34. 34. <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Dr. K. Okay. I have a lot of respect for Stephen Collins and for what he has done at Matter. If you have a startup healthcare company, or growth company and want the perfect incubation experience, you can't find a better place than Matter. A major segment of the attendees at Health come from companies involved in healthcare data analytics. One of these attendees who visited our booth was Dr. Mary Henderson, principal and co-founder of Health Analytics Connect. With more than 30 years experience designing and implementing business intelligence products, in the healthcare reporting and analytics industry, Mary has conducted analysis of cost, utilization, and quality, and has participated in healthcare benefits and healthcare management programs for many top U.S. employers, leading health plans, and large provider organizations. Previously, she was the president of the CVS Aetna owned subsidiary, Health Data Management Solutions. She then served as Senior Vice President of Business Solutions at the AMA. Mary's most recent position was with Blue Health Intelligence, BHI, a Blue Cross-owned company specializing in advanced data analytics and solutions that are empowered by the largest commercial claims database in the country. She served as Executive Vice President and oversaw all sales of products and services, account management, and product development. Let's listen to my interview with Mary. I'm sitting here at Health with Mary Henderson, Dr. Mary Henderson, who is the principal and co-founder of Health Analytics Connect. And I'm going to ask her why she's here, what she hopes to get out of Health. Sure. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? It's I'm great. doing wonderful. So nice, nice to meet, meet you. you nice to meet you. 
So what brings you to help? What are you okay. trying to accomplish? Well, now? as you guys well know, and I'm sure everybody in this room knows that, you know, data is always the foundation of all of this great work that you guys, you innovators are doing and all the rest of it. So the thing that happens a lot with healthcare, right, is that people start drowning in their data. There's just so much that they can integrate. So what we try to do is figure out how do you prioritize? What do you really need to bring together, standardize, put in your tools, put up in the cloud, slap a UI in front of it, whatever you need to do to do the analytics, do the AI work and all the rest of it. But you really have to be very thoughtful and planful about what is that use case? What is that end user? What are you getting out of it? So our name, Health Analytics Connect, is that we try to connect the business users and the end users with the data and the tools to get to the answer that, that you need. And I, and I think that a lot of the, the activity around here, almost every, every presentation will end in now tell me about the data that right, you're pull, right, right, pulling in. So, right. so that's that's really why I'm here. So you're you're here looking for customers. Yes, here's, clients. Yes, customers. We have a couple people that we're working with already um, that are here, and that we're just touching base with them as well. So um, we can we can actually help with the actual coding, or we can actually help with um, the strategy, or we can actually um, again kind of help with the reporting. A lot of people don't really know how to do an impactful report out to like your investors or to your customers so we've had a lot of experience doing that um, so that that is why we're that's why we're here well mary henderson uh good luck at the conference i Thank hope you. it's useful for you well, and i'm sure we will talk again i'm sure we will well good luck to sonar thank I'll you thank you if you have just tuned in you are listening to the scope with dr k we are broadcasting from health the health conference in Las Vegas, and interviewing a few key opinion leaders from the meeting. Like Sonar, Health attracted many startup companies. This is their opportunity to network with potential investors as well as potential customers and suppliers. One of these startup companies is Limber Health. Like Sonar MD, Limber Health is a blue venture portfolio company. They are creating value-based solutions for the MSK space a large percentage of the population with musculoskeletal disorders. I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Mark Gruner, its chief medical officer and co-founder. Let's listen to that interview. I'm here with Mark Gruner, who is the co-founder and chief medical officer of Limber Health. And he's here to suck up everything he can in health, and he's gonna tell you about his, his company. Mark, nice to have you. Nice to have you. I'm here to learn the best from you, Larry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're, you're doing just fine on your own. Um, so tell us about Limber Health. What is Limber Health? So Limber Health is an MSK solution. So we provide therapy, collect patient report outcomes, and we work with physical therapists and orthopedic providers, and we create innovative value-based care models that we can work with providers and payers. So. Tell me, describe what you would consider a value-based care model for MSK. So, um, so there's two different types of value-based care models that exist for MSK. One is a bundle, someone gets a surgery and they get a 90-day episode. Or the second one is managing chronic diseases or the entire MSK spectrum. And for those, you, have, you, you know, the best model that I think exists today is where you look at it over the course of a year. So we have a comprehensive MSK value-based care offering 
and it starts at either the physician evaluation or the PT evaluation. It goes one year and we collect pain and function measures at the beginning and pain and function measures at the end. And we have CPD codes that cover our care navigation services. So you actually are a provider. So we work with the provider. The provider builds these codes that cover our coaches that work with those providers. I see, then they reimburse you. So your business model currently is that the provider is compensating you for your service. That's correct. For the for the CBD code, for our value-based care contracts, we would go straight to the, the payer and a provider, and there's different situations to work with them. Uh, okay, so when, when you go to a, a payer, um, you're offering them a, a savings, you're, or how does it work? Yeah, so what we say is that, you know, we have these codes that cover us. If you don't cover these codes, you know, we talk about covering these codes. They're level one codes, and they just went reimbursed by Medicare January 1st. There's over 29 commercial payers that are covering these codes now. And then, so we need these codes to provide the services that we think are helpful for being a tech enablement service and care navigation service. And then we do a one-year total cost of shared savings uh, on all of MSK care. Okay, are you taking downside risk as well? Depending on the situation, ah, we yeah, will do I know, if we've seen risk. one plan, we've seen one plan. Yeah, yeah it, it differs from plan to plan. I get it, I get it. Okay, well you're doing, you're doing with MSK a similar type of job as what we're doing with GI care at Sonar. Um, interesting. So, what did you hope to accomplish at Health? Why are you here? Yeah, so I think one is just keep talking to several payers and hearing what they're looking for to implement for 2023 is really important. You know, are they thinking about population health models for specialty care, or how how do they see specialty care models being uh, uh, working with some of the direct contracting entities that they're they're doing for primary care? And uh, I just wanted to listen and learn and sit and have some conversations and understand from a payer's perspective what they're looking to accomplish in value-based care for 2023. I see. Well, you're another blue venture fund company like like we are. And so we're, we're both in this phase where we're trying to grow the company with a limited amount of funds that we have available to us. But it is interesting that CMS, CMMI, PTEC are focused on specialty-based, value-based care. So maybe we are hitting this at the, at the right time. I hope so. You know, I, I've been working on this for 15 years. Um, and I can say that it's hard, it's challenging. But I think what I, what I hope is that a lot of specialists come together, have similar models that can be easily implemented so a payer doesn't get confused or stressed out with several different models and have some type of synergies where they think they can implement it and be successful and live within the ecosystem of either a population health model or what they're doing with ACOs or what they're doing with uh, different patient-centered medical home models with primary care. From your lips, my friend, I hope it all comes to pass. We're going to have you on as a full podcast in the future. Thank you, Larry. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. I could have spoken with Mark much further. We'll have him and his brother, who is the co-founder of Limmer, on a full show uh, later. The last person and most important person I want to include in this set from health uh, is our CEO, Beth Hauck. There are multiple reasons that drove Beth to bring her leadership team to health. Let's ask her that very question. Hi, Beth. 
Why did you decide to bring our leadership team to hell? Well, Larry, besides the opportunity to learn craps from you, there were some <laughs> uh, business reasons <laughs> for attending. So first off, the content was fantastic. Um, so it's always it's always wonderful when you're going to a conference. You just to have the opportunity to learn. You know, like that's that's an important part of of doing our jobs is continuing to learn. The second, uh, it was an opportunity to look at what are the other companies out there doing um, that could be partners to us. Um, one, one of the things I think that we are doing an incredible job with is managing patients in a longitudinal way and, and really learning about them along their chronic GI disease path. That creates an opportunity for us to elevate other services to them. And we want to know what's out there. And we want to know how those people are thinking about the craft that they're thinking about. Um, so sleep as an example, or nutrition, or any, anything related to mental health, you know, there, there's those people really, really know their craft. So we wanted to talk to people that are doing something complementary to what we're doing and, and learn how we might be able to integrate that into into what we are delivering. Um, and then, of course, lastly, there's there's a whole load of investors out there. And I, I like to think of it as we, we get the opportunity to tell the sonar story to those investors so that we can position ourselves best so that we can grow our company and, and impact more lives. But but I also, I like to learn from the investors. So they, they see a lot of companies. They, they talk to a lot of people and they have a lot of internal resources that are developing theses and... Mm -hmm. Um, strategic thinking related to what we do. So I want to learn from them as well. And so we have the opportunity to have lots of those conversations. Well, Beth, I was totally blown away by the energy in, oh. in the uh, exhibit hall. I've been to a lot of meetings, but this one you could just, you could just, it's almost like you were standing next to a beehive. There was just so much energy that was going on. And, you know, for the listeners, matter was an example of, one of many uh, healthcare incubators that brought companies. So Matter had 34 of us in a circular arrangement around a center core. And there must have been another 10 of these around. So you could walk around these, these uh, uh, displays and talk to multiple companies. And we were approached by investors who we really had never even spoken to before that came up to the booth and uh, started asking us uh, about our company. So it was a wonderful, wonderful a build, a place for linking, networking uh, with the various other components. You know, some of the companies were, were there looking for customers or looking mm -hmm. for suppliers. And so it, it really was, it really was tremendous. Plus, you know what? We wanted that craps table, didn't we? <laughs> we sure did. We, we sure did. did. I had an did. excellent teacher. Yeah, right. I got lucky. You sometimes you got to know when to fold them. When you win, you fold them and you, and you got to know when to go. So any final takeaways from uh, from health that you'd like to share? I, you know, I, I love your term beehive because that is, that is what it felt like. It was buzzing with energy. And I think, you know, the listeners here are in healthcare, So perhaps we 
perhaps we're the, the worst audience for this in that we are, we want to be surprised. We want to we want to believe that we can make change, that we can bring this to the next level. And I think if I were describing health to people that weren't there, that I would would tell them like there's there's things happening. There's real excitement around what innovations are out there. And I know as somebody who's worked in healthcare for a really long time, but also as a, you know, consumer and aging consumer, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. And and that's, that's probably the biggest takeaway I, I bring from it. Well, you know, I, I share all of that. And, you know, as someone who's in the age group I'm in, it, it really encourages you about our future. When I looked around that at exhibit hall, and I'm surrounded by millennials. I'm surrounded by young people who are just putting it all on the line and building companies. You know, it makes you very optimistic about all of our futures. Well, thank you everybody for uh, listening on the show today. Um, you can learn more about the show on the programs page on healthcarenowradio.com and lend your voice to the conversation on Twitter at HC Now Radio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at SonarMD. We're bringing patients, providers, and payers together to reimagine GI care. Until next time, I'm Dr. K. Stay well.